Right now, we're going to talk about a big question mark issue here. Why it's so much cheaper to ship things from China than within our own country? What are the reasons why it is there's some sort of hope on the horizon? We're going to get into it right now with our guest, who's an assistant professor for operations and supply chain management at the Haskane School of Business out of the University of Calgary, Dr. Sarah Sue Duran. Dr. Duran, thanks for making the time. Good to talk to you. Hi, Chelsea. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm curious. Uh, I mean, obviously, this is sort of an area of specialty for you, but why did you want to dive into this conversation specifically comparing shipping things from China to our own country? Well, as you mentioned, I'm a professor of uh, of operations and supply chain management, so anything related to shipping would be right at our uh, domain. And so were there any surprises when you started looking into this, talking about some of the reasons why it is so much cheaper? Was there anything that shocked you in researching this? Uh, Well, actually, one interesting trivia there. So I was thinking about, you know, the regular business or supply chain related for why something like this might happen. But I noticed an interesting tale about an international agency called the Universal Postal Union while I'm looking into this. So expand on that a little bit, because the the cost difference is pretty substantial, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. So you can, in fact, find quotes online for rates as low as $5 per like a kilogram of package from shipping China to Canada. With domestic, you should expect at least, I think, around $20, $25 for the same amount of cargo. So that's quite a drastic difference. So, okay, the, obviously the big question is uh, why? Is this, a, is this a layered answer? Why is there such a huge difference? Well, the interesting uh, dimension to it is uh, about this international agency. So imagine it's, you know, late 1800s and now there is globally enough need for international letter deliveries and postal deliveries. Uh, but it is impossible to wait for every country to reach an agreement with each, each other for, you know, one by one to arrange those uh, details of how those deliveries will be made. So this international union is formed, which makes essentially international packages from other countries delivered for free. So every country has to deliver packages from outside for free uh, within their boundaries. So how then does this impact our economy overall? Yeah, so when this happened, of course, I mean, they imagined every letter you would have a response, right? So the packages sent and received would be balanced. But now we know that isn't, especially with e-commerce. There are lots of outgoing packages from China, but uh, not as much as incoming. So they actually have to sort of compensate other countries for this uh, excess deliveries. Uh, so the union thought of this too, and uh, in 1960s they reached an arrangement. Uh, when these sorts of imbalances happen, there will be a payment to compensate for the difference. But China being a developing economy back then, uh, the rate charged for them is significantly smaller than the rate charged to, uh, say, North American countries. So that creates that uh, imbalance in fees of uh, kind of very cheap shipping from over there. So this fee that was established several decades ago still remains in place for China when it was considered a developing nation? Uh, sort of. Well, they started uh, because of the imbalance and that it's unfair. Uh, there is a trajectory to make these fees more equivalent. But there is also a cap on how much the fee can increase per year. So that uh, means it will take a while to correct this imbalance. And and will this imbalance be corrected? Because I would imagine this would provide a huge benefit then for the Chinese economy and our dependence on their products. 
hopefully, so it's a 16% per year cap on the increase, but it should accumulate as a kind of a growth interest. So uh, it will uh, it will correct uh, at one point. But even like lack of this interesting scale, you know, it could still be cheaper to ship from China. Maybe not as dramatic, but there could still be business reasons to justify that. What do you hope to accomplish from doing this research, Dr. Durant? Uh, well, I'm not particularly looking at it from a research perspective, but when uh, teaching and you know uh, making our students understand the different trade-offs between, say, shipping by air, shipping by boat, shipping internationally, or sourcing local versus global, these type of conversations uh, always are a part of the classroom. Okay, Dr. Duran, thank you so much for the time this afternoon. Really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Have a nice weekend. Yeah, you too. Take care. That's Dr. Sarah Sue Duran, Assistant Professor of Operations and Supply Chain Management at the Haskane School of Business out of the University of Calgary.